Living the Truth is a podcast for creative humans who don't like to fit in a box, who have multiple passions to follow, who are curious and eager to forge their own path in their own unique, messy, and human way, who are ready to make things happen on their own terms and in their own time. This is a safe space for honest, deep, and meaningful conversations about living your truth out loud as a creative. Welcome to another episode of the second season. In this series, I'm sharing lessons that I've learned so far in my creative journey. I hope it makes you feel less alone and more hopeful. I hope it inspires you to keep going, keep showing up, and in building a creative work and life practice that works for you. Today, I'm going to share a lesson that has brought me a ton of personal freedom in the way I show up in my creative work and life, and that is you are allowed to define your own version of success. I wish someone had told me this earlier, that I had permission to choose it for myself. I wish I saw it modeled. I wish someone had shared how it is in fact possible to redefine and reframe things in a way they work for me and not against me. So here today, I want to open up a conversation for a year younger me and tell her and you that you are so allowed to define your very own version of success. You don't have to give in to the previously defined or designed versions that don't sit well with your own values as a person. You get to choose. You have the power to choose. This mindset shift was an eye-opener for me. I believe we all have different versions of what we perceive to be successful. We all have different perceptions of what success looks and feels like for us. Our very own version helps us understand what we want from our creative work and lives. Success is a subjective term. For me, getting on with questioning the traditional definition of success and thinking it through on my own terms enables me to get a better understanding of what I wanted from my creative work and life practice. I hope this episode sparks something inside of you and inspires you to do the same for yourself. I hope it serves as a reminder for you as much as it is for myself that we get to define what our lives could look like when we put intention into our approach, our work and the way we show up in our work and in our lives. Also, when we make an intentional choice of practicing courage by naming, claiming, and shipping it up on our own terms, in our own unique, messy, and human way. Knowing exactly what we are after, what we are striving for and towards, and why we are striving in the first place is a perfect cure for the days when we are feeling overwhelmed and stuck. It reminds us of why we started in the first place and what will happen, what is, in fact, possible for us to we just keep going. Coming back to success being a subjective term and how everyone has their own meanings associated with it, it is different for all of us because we all have different desires, dreams, and ways in which we feel happy and fulfilled. This is not to judge yourself or anyone else for wanting what they want, but to be intentional. Some want to have well-paid jobs, others want to travel, some want to have enough time and space to be with their family, others want to have a fulfilling career or a business, some want to own a beautiful house and others and others might simply want to have the space and time to be doing what they love doing. It goes without saying what works for me might not work for you. You might want something entirely different from your life and that's perfectly okay. You're allowed to want what you want and it is okay if your version looks wildly different than anyone else's. Every single version is unique. It has to be unique, right? As we are all wired differently, we are all unique in our own way. We are the same in many ways, but we are also uniquely different from each other, aren't we? 
As human beings, we contain multitudes, living, breathing human beings with different expectations and wants and desires and dreams. There are no right or wrong answers here. Every version is individual and true to what that person really truly desires. We also have a culturally suitable version, the traditional version of success. While growing up, we all picked up a rather similar image of what success should look like, especially with the rise of consumer culture. Fancy jobs, fancy clothes, fancy houses, and fancy cars, we learn to believe that there is only one acceptable and widely popular way of being successful. We all learned about those markers of success. Subconsciously, we are still striving for that same version. If you notice yourself wanting to have something just because you think you should have it and not because you truly desire it, that's a sign of our cultural conditioning. I want you to start paying attention to that and notice when it comes up as following this version of success will leave you feeling miserable and empty inside. Your version is yours and yours only. As for me, success right now is you listening to this episode and giving me a chance to help you figure out your own version of success in your creative work in life. I'm honored to be welcomed in your thoughts and life as a part of your mindful moments. It could mean something entirely different for you at this very moment. Anything that you can possibly imagine. In a much more broader sense, success to me is living a wholehearted, courageous and creative life. Not heroic, but brave in subtle ways where I can live my truth out loud, explore my curiosities as I go, share what I'm learning, what I believe in, be of service in ways I can and inspire others to do the same. To be able to name it and to work towards it, I needed to unlearn the culturally suitable version of success and question all those stories that were attached to it. And it started unfolding for me something like this. After graduation, when I started my corporate career, I didn't think there was any other way possible. You get a job, that's what you do when you graduate, right? I found the whole experience of jobs very energy draining. Before we moved and I got a chance to work from home, experience the freelance life and learn how making an online business is possible. I didn't know of its existence. I know it existed, but it never occurred to me that it was for people like me too. That's when I realized I always had this choice, but not enough exposure, experience or understanding that it was possible and and add the lack of self-belief, self-trust to that list. Anyway, not a single person in my real life was working as a freelancer or a creative business owner. Where I grew up and the time in which I grew up in, the most accepted and expected professions included engineers and doctors. A creative profession was not on the list. Not a single person from my maternal or paternal side ever studied any creative profession. And nor did I know anyone in our community circle that was in a creative profession. So in my head, it didn't exist. It wasn't even an option. I didn't know that it was possible. Only when I almost accidentally learned about the graduate program in design, it felt like a door to a new world that I didn't know existed, but it was there all along. I don't know about your experience, but where I come from, we also have a cultural story around pursuing arts or design. Any creative career is pursued by only the people who cannot do anything else end up studying art and design because it is the thing anyone can do and it doesn't really have a substantial role in the society. I really do believe we are all creative no matter what career path we choose to follow and I wholeheartedly believe in the role creativity plays in the society. I remember picking up the story that people who study art are somehow below people who study pre-medical or pre-engineering and I wanted to really share that because this is the story I have heard over and over again with my clients as well. 
anyway i'm talking about the time when i grew up and these were mostly the only options available i hope it is different now though but i still think it is not that different after all this whole experience taught me that we need to question what we perceive as successful i vividly remember another story that i picked up around creativity while growing up art and being creative is a luxury a luxury and not a necessity it is something that you do as a hobby and not for a living i might talk about it in a whole another episode as it is a huge block for so many other creatives as well and this story needs its own dedicated time for uncovering and reframing only now in retrospect i can tell you that i was able to articulate these sneaky stories and redefine what kind of success i wanted and now from my lived experience this is the lesson that i can share with you too for me it didn't stop there as soon as we moved here i was finding myself in identity crisis as i used to define myself with the job title i had before and now obviously i didn't have any i started searching for jobs frantically it was super uncomfortable before i learned the freelance way of doing things this allowed me to analyze how much i actually enjoyed working from the comfort of my home the introvert in me loves deep connections but the social anxiety makes me feel uncomfortable in social settings of course which makes working in the big corporations really hard challenging and energy draining i guess the message here is that i thought i needed to have a job or i won't feel good about myself but merely defining my version of success on my own terms allowed me to have the kind of life i wanted envisioned and really needed I want to encourage you to find out what that version looks and feels like for you. It could be anything your heart truly desires. This clarity of thought will make you a bit closer to what you want from your creative work and life and what you want it to look like. It will become much easier to cut through the noise and focus all your attention on what truly matters to you. Here I would like to point out that it is definitely easier said than done. Challenging preconceived notions is not an easy thing to do. it requires emotional labor and courage it requires you to choose courage over convenience every single time and i know you are brave enough to set the rules on your own terms instead of impulsively following and acquiring the accepted norms you can choose to interpret your truth in a way that feels right for you it is okay if the definition of your success is not in accordance with the traditional definition of success not that you're looking for or need to look for permission outside of you but in case it helps Here's one for you to define it in your own way. Okay, so now a few action steps for you before I leave. I encourage you to question the version of success you think you should have with a more deeper and relevant question. What are you really after? More freedom, more time, more joy, or what is it? How can you shift those markers of success for yourself according to what you truly desire from your creative work and life? What would it look like for you to feel successful and fulfilled? in your creative work and life and most importantly how are you going to measure your success what matrix are you going to measure your success against you can choose the matrix you will measure your success against keeping in mind your very own version and what feels right for you once you do come up with the definition of what your version of success looks and feels like i want you to remember this your definition of success is allowed to change depending on which season of life and creative work you're in it is subjected to change and grow as you change and grow with time also it is not a one time thing that you figure out and tick that box it is a practice of continuously questioning and finding your own answers and being intentional as you go and it really helps if you can work on it with a coach or a mentor someone who understands and can reflect it back to you 
It is so much easier and helpful to have someone by your side while you figure your own answers out. And on that note, if you'd like to work together on uncovering the stories that you've been telling yourself and find a version of your very own, I just wanted to say that I do have space for new one-to-one mentoring clients. So if this is the thing you want to dig into and claim what success looks and feels like for you, then please do get in touch. Go to my website, hirasmit.com. And you will find all the links, all the details on how you can work with me. And if you want to book a free call with me without any pressure to sign up afterward, there's also a link to do that. This call could be a way to find out if we are a good fit for each other. And I think it is immensely powerful to embrace what really matters to you. And I really believe when we step into our own power and own who we are, it inspires others to step into their own power and own who they are which i think is very rewarding and uh, yeah this is it for today i will catch up with you in another episode next week thank you so much for listening to the podcast if you'd like to ask me a question you can connect me in one of these two ways you can sign up to my fortnightly letters or you can connect with me on instagram i'm at hira smith h-i-r-a-s-a-h-m-e-t And lastly, if you have a friend who might enjoy listening to the episode, please share the link with them or share it in your stories. And until next time, I hope you keep working towards building a creative work in life practice that works for you.